Our Gospel for today is from the book of Matthew, the 11th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. When John heard in prison what the Messiah was doing, he sent word by his disciples and said to Jesus, Are you the one who is to come? Are we to wait for another? Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, those with skin diseases are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news brought to them. And blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to look at? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? Someone dressed in soft robes? Look, those who wear soft robes are in royal palaces. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written. See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way before you. Truly, I tell you, among those born of women, no one has arisen greater than John the Baptist, yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Word of God, word of life. Praise to you, Lord Christ. You may be seated. Grace and peace to you this third Sunday of Advent. Advent season is the time in our church calendar in which we anticipate and prepare to welcome Christ on Christmas Day. Advent is the first season in our church calendar and what is considered the beginning of our church year. Advent is a time, as you have probably seen outside, when the nights grow longer, the days grow shorter, and we slowly light the Advent candles one by one to light our way. In our text today, we hear a section from the Gospel of Matthew in which John the Baptist sends his friends to ask some question about this person, Jesus. Is he the Messiah? Is he the one we're waiting for? And after answering John's friends, Jesus then turns to the crowd and asks them a bunch of questions. What did they hope to witness in the wilderness? What were you looking for out there? There's a lot of questions in today's text. And the reason that John had to send his friends so to ask these questions is because he was in prison at the time and couldn't go himself. John, who Jesus declares is the greatest among those born of humans, is the one to prepare the way, and he's not even able to find Jesus himself. He has to send his friends. He's heard rumors, perhaps, that finally the Messiah he foretold is here, but he doesn't get to see him in person. His friends go, are you the one? Are you the one we've been waiting for? And here, you know, it would be really simple, and I would love it if Jesus would do this sometimes, 
to just say yes, right? To just say, yep, that's me. I am the one that you have been waiting for. But instead of saying, you have arrived at your destination, Jesus points out the evidence, the road signs, the indicators for people to know that Jesus is the Messiah, that God is here. He doesn't say yes. He describes the world around him and paints a picture of some of the ways that they can witness God's presence. Those in pain are healed. Those who have become dead in this life are resurrected. The poor receive good news. And those who receive this hope, this word of hope in God's presence, with an open heart and open mind, they are blessed. Jesus invited John's friends to pay attention, to stay alert, to see not just the person of Jesus, but the presence of God all around them. And then Jesus turns to the crowd. More questions. What did you expect? Jesus asked them. Did you come for some nice scenery? Did you expect to see God surrounded in wealth and wrapped in expensive luxury goods? What did you go to the wilderness to witness? And then Jesus answers his own question. You went to the wilderness to see a prophet, and not just a prophet, one who would point the way, draw you closer to God. So in our text today, we have an invitation to all of us to pay attention to the work of God all around us, and for us to discern for ourselves what are we looking for when we're wandering in the wilderness? And that's not such an easy question to answer. You know, sometimes we take shortcuts. So I, uh, I used to live in Bratislava, and I know the street's okay. Um, but these last couple of days, I have uh, depended on my good old Google Maps. Uh, to take me around the city. And so instead of looking at the buildings, the people, the faces, the spaces, I was staring at a line and a little arrow that told me which was the right turn to go. Could I retrace my steps? Probably not. What if the power on my battery died? Well then I'm out of luck. I hadn't even been paying attention to the world around me. And I missed a lot of what this beautiful city and the people here have to offer. Staring at a screen, did I get to where I needed to go? Yeah, I did. But missed something in the journey along the way. You know, and this can also happen if you're like me and you travel with someone who knows the way and you just let them guide you and you just, you know, they know where they're going. So you walk next to them or you're the passenger in the car. And again, do you get to where you need to go? Yeah, probably. But you lose something in the journey along the way when we forget to pay attention, to stay alert. 
So that's another invitation for us, a part of the invitation in the text today, is to pay attention to what is around us. On this Advent journey, as we slowly light the candles week by week, what are the signs, the signals, the landmarks of, that God is revealing to you of God's love? Showing you ways to draw closer to God in this season. Because God is always reaching out for us. Knowing God is more than just an endpoint of our journey, but our companion, the relationship that we build along the way. We are invited to that journey together. And look around. Use your senses, Jesus says. Look around for all the ways that I am alive here and that God is already here. So what are the signs in your life? Where is God showing up, inviting you to pay attention? How is this congregation seeking God together, witnessing the healing power of God in relationships, the resurrecting power of God in relationships, in hope, in love, the new life whenever we hear the kids in the congregation? I love that sound. It reminds us that we're, there's something uncontrollable about new life, and that is beautiful and scary and loud. So what are you looking for when you came to church today? What did you come here to see? Because the good news is that there are signposts, landmarks, indicators all around us for the ways that God is showing up. God is showing up in ways that feel huge and amazing and revolutionary, new life, new love, and also ways that feel huge to us. A good night's sleep, a reconciling conversation with an estranged loved one, music. And though God's signs of God's love might look different to each one of us, that's okay. If they look different to your neighbor, that doesn't make your experience of God's love any less true. And a richer experience of God's love, when you share those signs and signals of God's love together, you get a full map. So this Advent season, in these long nights, and short, cloudy, sometimes full of rain or snow or whatever was happening this morning, take heart. Stay alert. Know that we are invited to not only wait in anticipation, of Christmas morning and the coming of Christ, but also to witness and experience God's love that is already right here. Amen? Amen. Please stand as we sing the hymn of the day. Mm -hmm. 